0: This is Podcast Junior. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of The Plaid Horse Magazine, and on today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's Book 4, Testing Friendships. I hope you'll come join us a few times a week, and if you like what you hear, all five Showstride's books are currently available on Amazon. The Plaid Horse presents Showstride's Book 4, Testing Friendships by Piper Clem and Rennie Dybul, read by Piper Clem. Chapter 7 Tally took her time putting Beau away. Then she brought her saddle out to the big wooden rack on the aisle. It was the best spot for cleaning tack. Listening to the sounds of horses happily munching their hay, Tally wiped down all the leather. Her parents had purchased the saddle from Isabel, letting her work off the cost with babysitting. Seeing her own name on the Cantle nameplate always made her smile. It was the first piece of tack she owned, and she was determined to take good care of it. With a clean sponge, Tally applied a thin layer of conditioner on the saddle flaps and a bit on the seat. The saddle was much softer and more delicate than the school saddles, so it took more work to keep it looking its best. One of the adult boarders who owned a big gray gelding gave Tally a smile and a wave as she walked into the tack room. On the other side of the aisle, Tally could hear one of the riding school instructors calling out directions from the small indoor. Busy summer days at the barn were the best. Tally ran her stirrups back up on her saddle and considered cleaning some of the pony bridles when Ryan joined her on the aisle. Can I clone you, Tally? What do you mean? She asked with a laugh. I mean, you actually enjoy cleaning tack, so you do it more than most, Ryan said. We can never have enough tack cleaning. He gestured for Tally to follow him down to the far end of the aisle by the barn entrance. He's in this stall for now. Seems really social, so we might like all the activity at the end here, Ryan said, stopping at the last stall on the aisle. This one probably isn't like anything you've ridden before. He belongs to a friend of mine. He's her homebred. She ended up with a bigger herd than she intended, so he got leased by a big lesson program like ours, but it wasn't the right fit for him. As if on cue, a small black horse with a white star walked up to the doorway and stretched his head out toward them. Hi, buddy, Ryan said, rubbing the the little horse's forehead. He's a Hanoverian cross, about 15 hands, so he might be a good fit for a kid coming off a pony. Tally had learned that buyers generally wanted animals on the taller end of the ranges, since that usually meant the horse or pony would have a bigger stride. And you needed a big stride to get down the lines at the horse shows. Small ponies maxed out at 12.2 hands, so buyers usually wanted a small as close to that measurement as possible. Mediums went up to 13.2, larges went up to 14.2, and the smallest horses started at 14.3. So a horse that stood at 15.1 hands was on the small side. Plenty of people only looked at horses who were 16 hands and up. Why didn't the lesson program work out for him? Tally asked. His owner said that they used him in at least one lesson a day, five or six days a week. It was a lot for him having so many riders. He seems like the type that does the best with his own person. A lot of the kids were beginners too, so they were a bit rough on his mouth. What did he do? Tally asked. Well, that's the interesting part. It turns out he's a sensitive guy with a good soft mouth, so teaching kids with uneducated hands wasn't the right job for him. But he never did anything really bad. No bucking, no stopping at the jumps. Just a little kicking out when he's asked to canter, which everybody chalked up to him being unhappy or maybe a little sore. My friend Laura, who owns him, said he doesn't even pin his ears. Tally smiled at the horse, who stood calmly studying her and Ryan. He had a beautiful face and a nearly symmetrical star. He reminded her of Black Beauty. What's his name? Obi. I rode him the other day when he got here, and he's super quiet. Laura brought him home from that lesson program, but between work and having young kids, she hasn't been able to ride. He's been turned out for the summer since June, said Ryan. It'll be a process to get him into shape and to be less defensive about his mouth. Can you bring him up in an hour or so? Sounds good, Tally said. Great, there's an old trunk in the tack room with all his stuff in it. I'll get a bridle rack up for him this week. See you soon. Carlton and Tracy Brooks share their decades of knowledge, experience, and winning ways in their first book, With Purpose, The Balmoral Standard. Carlton is a widely respected horseman, a large R judge since 1985, and member of the National Show Hunter Hall of Fame. And Tracy has spent more than 30 years developing horses and riders, guiding them to victory at the biggest shows in the country. With Purpose is divided into three sections on horsemanship, on training, and on the industry. In each section, you will uncover a wealth of information leaning from Carlton and Tracy's careers. With CB and Tracy's signature wit and warmth, With Purpose provides a foundational equestrian education from the ground up. You can find With Purpose at thepladhorse.com books or on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. Search With Purpose, the Balmoral Standard. To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at theplaadhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at theplaadhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review The podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring.